This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Packs What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Yeah, and I think one of the really interesting parts about this game, too, is, you know, on paper, like you could argue that the Packers have the edge. Perry and I talked about a pre-show where, you know, Daniel Jones, you mentioned it as well, is really good at, you know, extending plays with his legs. But we saw the Packers just completely eliminated that for Justin Fields and the Bears, and then they couldn't mm-hmm. get anything going through the air. So, yes, David Montgomery gashed him for 180 yards, or the, the backfield did, the tandem, but it didn't matter because that game was so in control. And I think one of the sticking points in this matchup in general is third-down defense. You've got the two best third-down defenses in the league. The Packers are first, the Giants are second. So, like, who's going to use their bruising back in Saquon and A.J. Dillon and, you know, Aaron Jones gets the nod here as well to sustain drives because if these – teams are both going three and out constantly and nobody's having any progress eventually i think the floodgates open up and both teams run the ball everywhere and you know like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really curious to see i guess which which third down defense kind of bends first that's a really good point and that that will be interesting to watch because i feel like the packers have been very balanced on third down so far mm-hmm. um eventually a team is going to take away one of those things they're either going to take away aj Dillon or they're going to take away randall cobb yeah. <laughs> and how do you how do you react after that? Um, and especially with the Packers, like a team is eventually going to be able to shut down Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Do you have enough firepower on the edges to to work around that when it happens? Because sure, you've got enough to get it here and there, but what happens when you have to go back to that completely? Which still kind of blows my mind that we're sitting here and going, does the four-time MVP have enough to win a game through the air? Like, (laughs) it it blows my mind that that's where we're at. Um, But again, I do think the fact that they've been able to to lean more on the RPO this year has helped. Um, Which also, like, Spoon had to remind me the other day because I said something about like 
why is this a novel concept? You always run the ball to set up the pass. That's like the rule of thumb for an offense. And he's like, the Packers haven't had to do that with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like yeah. they've never had to run the ball to set up the pass because they could just pass. Um, and so even though it, it seems a little weird in the scheme of like what Green Bay does, that's that's a balanced off. That's what a balanced offense looks like. That's how most teams operate. And so as long as they don't lean too heavily on one versus the other, I think they'll be okay. Cause I, I, even though I know that we sit here and say it needs to run through Aaron Jones, he's our most valuable offensive player. There's going to, there's going to be a game. There's going to be a team that takes him away. Um, I really thought Bill Belichick would be the one to do it, but when that happens, do you have enough on the edges right now? I think they do. They, they don't have enough in one area to lean on one area versus the other, but they have enough to keep it balanced. Um, so does that get around the Giants third down defense? I don't know. But like I said, yeah. if they can keep throwing it to Randall Cobb over the middle on third down, they're okay. You would think somebody would eventually like stop that. He was telling me, I was asking him to break down his third down from overtime for me. And we, I started this like new series called like Chalk Talk, where I just have like somebody break down the biggest play of the game. And he was like, I was just in man. So I manned my guy up and I'm like, I, I get it, but like you know, on third on third and short, he's gonna look for Cobb if it's not a run play, like. And it's kind of funny for as much as we've talked about like this defense needing to play more man versus zone. In that situation, you play zone and you put someone right there over the middle to not let Randall Cobb come across and beat you like it's easy on a slant. But they've been able to do it. I mean, they did it twice the other day versus the Patriots. Yeah, um, yeah. did it versus yeah. Tampa Bay. I think maybe. It's interesting you say that because, I mean, I definitely sit on my couch and I'm like, Aaron Jones can get as many touches as he wants in this game and it will <laughs> never be enough. But right. when it comes to the passing game, I think the pattern that we've seen so far this season, if you can start to glean patterns after four weeks, but is that the ball is very much getting spread around, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody, it's it's a totally opposite from the passing game with Devontae Adams, where you know Devontae mm-hmm. Adams is getting the bulk of the targets, if not all of the first reads and everyone else kind of gets sprinkled in. It's been very, very even four here, five Mm -hmm. here, three here. Right. And so I'm almost wondering if that actually makes defending this Packers offense more difficult Mm -hmm. because before you're like, well, you know, Devontae Adams is getting the ball. So you're going to try to do everything you can to contain him. Now you couldn't because he's amazing, but you did, did your best. And then you devote your resources to, to the rest of this team. Now, you're seeing Cobb on third down. You're seeing Dobbs here. You're seeing Christian Watson on the jet sweeps. You're getting Lazard in the mix. Like you're getting Bobby Tunyon. Eventually they're going to get Sammy Watkins back. And it's like, now all of a sudden you're like, wait, we no one's number one, but we kind of have to cover all of them because mm-hmm. Rogers with the football mind that he has is going to be able to read what's going on and try to get the ball right to, to the right guy. He's been a little inconsistent, but that's not going to stay for the rest of the season. He's Aaron Rodgers, So it could be really interesting to see if this like spread of offensive weapons actually makes defending them maybe a little bit more difficult. Right. I think that's a great point. And that was something that Rogers even mentioned last week facing the Patriots. He said, you know, Bill, what Bill does best is take away the thing you want to do the most. Mm -hmm. And he said, but luckily we don't have that one thing this year. And I'm not going to give him any ideas who it is because again, as much as we sit here and say it's Aaron Jones, it's more so because it should be Aaron Jones, but that doesn't necessarily mean it has been. One week it's Aaron Jones. One week it's Romeo Dobbs. Last week versus the Patriots, he went to Lazard in huge situations. He went to Romeo in huge situations. And so it has been spread around. 
and you know, meaningless as the Vikings when it goes to nobody. I mean, and so being able to kind of to have that offense where you sp- and we keep saying spread it around and someone is going to be like, oh, so is this a spread offense? <laughs> no, it's no. not. It's the exact opposite. It is the exact opposite of a spread offense. Um, and, and so being able to spread it around to your point kind of works in their favor right now because, okay, you, you might not have one dynamic guy, but would this is such a, a hard argument to take though or to have. Would you rather have one dynamic Devontae Adams or four good receivers. Yeah. There's actually not a right or wrong answer to that. I guess we'll find out. I think it depends on the way you run this offense. I think for me with Matt, um, I think you're successful either way. It, I think it comes down to like scheme and coach at that point. So when Matt got here, we always heard a lot about how he had to like change his offense to kind of, to, to account for Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. This now is what the Matt LaFour offense was in its original state. So I think we're seeing him a little bit more in his comfort zone as well, calling a game. Yeah, I I think like what's most interesting to me going into this game on Sunday is there was a a big plays through week four chart that came out earlier this week. And the Packers have 35 big plays, 18 rush, 17 uh, receptions. So super balanced. And then you've got the Giants who have 25 rushes, which constitutes 10 plus yards and only four passes that count as big plays. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's almost like which offense is going to run their offense better. Like whoever Mm -hmm. does what they do well, to a greater extent has the keys to winning the game. If either defense can kind of clamp down on that, then I think that's your key to victory. But, you know, fortunately for the Packers, like we've talked about, you've got multiple options where the giants really have Saquon. And once you, once you take that away, if you can, which is a big, if, if, if you can manage Mm -hmm. to take that away, the passing game kind of, kind of sputters, but that's mm-hmm. that's where I'm looking is, is who's able, I guess, to to address those challenges earlier. And I think that that sets you up for success. I think right. this Packers Kenny Galladay's out. Yeah, I know. Really. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about this pre-show too, right? Like they don't have all of their weapons healthy either. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Reports I like this long. <laughs> yeah. Very long. This Packers defense has shown that they're able so far this season, Vikings game aside, to show up in really big moments. Um and I, I know that the record says the Giants are three and one, but I don't think I look at this as an even matchup. And I don't mean right. that as a Packers fan. I just mean objectively. Like, I, I think on paper, the Packers are a better football team. So, um, I mean, look at the games the Giants have won. You have to take that into mm-hmm. account. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so I, I do think like it may be closer than we'd like it to as Packers fans who would like to see them win because of all the factors that we've talked about so far this game. But I do think there will come a point where the Packers will kind of push that lead ahead. Yeah. And to, to Cassidy's point, too, I mean, you've got Baker Mayfield 
Cooper Rush, Justin Fields, and Ryan Tannehill were the four quarterbacks that this this giant secondary has seen so far this year. So when you think about it like that, and then you think about, okay, now they're playing Aaron Rodgers, who is getting more and more comfortable with more and more of his weapons. It's a big test for them on on Sunday as well. You know, we talk so much about this this Giants offense and what they can do. But I think some of the challenges are going to come for the Giants defense more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm looking right now. Let's see. Because I remember looking at this earlier today and thinking, oh, they were better than I thought. So the Packers, one, two, three, four, fifth. Packers are fifth in total defense. Um, that's because they're not giving up hardly anything through the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, you know what's kind of funny? Is they're giving up 126 yards per game on the ground, but that's still a lot for on the ground. <laughs> that's quite um, a bit. But if you're having then, like less around 100 yards or less in the air, right? All right, sure, run the ball, drain the clock, you know, like right. okay. Um, so sure, we'll let you do that, we'll give you that, yeah, we'll exactly. give you five yards on the ground versus 25 through the air, right, and then exactly. they're seventh in scoring defense, they've only given up 17.3 a game on average, and, and that I mean that makes sense because even Sunday versus the Patriots, they really only gave up 17, yeah, you know, seven yeah. of those were Rodgers. Um, and so if, if you can keep a team, if this defense can keep a team at 17 or below, I would think Aaron Rodgers can outscore that. Um, Absolutely. The Giants, playoff Rodgers has had what, 42, you know, he's had to come up with 42 points a game to win. So regular season. But to your point, Maggie, the Giants are only two behind the Packers in scoring defense. They've given up 17.8. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we shall see. It's a good matchup. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. I, I agree with you that a three and one Giants is not quite on paper. It sounds better than it actually is in reality. But because of what each team does well, they match up well. Yeah, it'll be, it'll totally. be very interesting. So, what's your what's your score prediction for this one? Oh, I don't know. I was totally off on the Vikings game. Um, I actually wasn't too bad on the Bears. The Bucks game, I had the score almost exactly right, but I picked the Bucks to win. Mm. But I figured it would be low scoring. And then Patriots, I actually did not expect it would be that close with where it was. I either thought it was going to be a blowout, like a 42-17 game, or like a 17-21 game, which I guess it wasn't too far off that. All of that to say, I'm not doing great in my predictions this year. <laughs> um I feel like I'm batting about – I'm giving myself 500 because I've been decent in the score, like in the numbers, but not necessarily who wins. All of that to say, I have yet to answer your question. Um, I do this on Friday, so I haven't put that much thought into it yet. I feel like if the Packers can score first, that's a big if. But if Packers score first – they should be able to win this game by two possessions because they'll pull, they'll pull ahead in the fourth. Uh, yeah. I mean, That's around. I don't think I it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I, I mean, I think we could see a game in the teens again, like a, like a, like a 2014 game. Oh, that's not two possessions. Is it? <laughs> well, I just really contradicted myself. Um, 24, um, 14. Yeah, I can see 24-14. Yeah. If they I, had, I had something around like 27-17. So somewhere around that. I, I don't know. 
I'm still waiting for that first 30 point game from the Packers offense. I don't mm-hmm. know if we're there yet. Um, especially right. in this kind of away environment. But I do think it's two possessions as well. I agree yeah. with you. If Daniel Jones plays, it makes a huge difference as well. True. Very true. Mag, what are you thinking? I'm going 31-17. I do think we hit 30, and I think the Packers have gotten close. And I think most of these issues with scoring have been self-inflicted, like Aaron Jones on the goal line, Romeo Dobbs fumbling. Like They were in range to score points, and then something happened. So if they can just kind of clean things up a little bit, I I think they're going to hit their stride on offense. And the Giants have yet to put up more than 21 all season. So I'm saying 31-17, and I think the Packers are going to – they're going to get some things together on offense. All right. That's a great point. I like it. I love it. Yeah. Um, Cassidy, thank you so much for your time. This was thank awesome. You. Thank you all. Such a fun discussion. Um, can't wait to see how this game unfolds. Before we let you go, um, just share where everyone can follow you on socials, what you're up to, anything new you have coming out. I have to just say, for first off, your videos – with the guys, just getting them to answer fun <laughs> questions, your TikTok about corn, just you've been bringing such a really, really fun, really that corn fun video is, is my, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's your Mona Lisa, as I know. It is. That's what it. I called it. My Mona Lisa. Um, I, I'm just, I'm, I have, I mean, so I don't know if you know this, but um, Aaron Nagler and Corey Banky of Cheesehead TV did Packers transplants this week, and they have a blogosphere section of it where they gave you like the biggest shout out for the work Aww. that you're doing. And I could not echo it more because I totally agree. I just think you bring a really unique and fun um, element to the beat now. But anyway, please tell everyone how you they know. can find you and all your awesome work. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, it's been a lot of fun to kind of like get to know woman and to figure out a way to bring out their personality. Um, and I've, I've really appreciated the guy's willingness to just, you know, go along with it. <laughs> and like, I knew that I had their trust when I went up to Jair and I said, look, I'm not giving you any context with this. I just need you to say the word knobs. And, <laughs> and he did it without question. <laughs> and then walked away. <laughs> the only, the only person to question me on that corn video was Darnell Savage. He was like, I need to know that what tracks. this is for. That tracks. And I said, it's, I'm putting it to a TikTok sound. And he said, I need to see the TikTok. So I had to show him the TikTok before he would do it. Um, he was the only person to question it. All of that to say, you can find me at PackersNews.com. That's sort of the landing page. Stuff will be in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and the Green Bay Press Gazette and on JSL Mine and on Press Gazette as well. But all of the Packers stuff sort of gets its own landing page as well on PackersNews.com. And then a lot of the the videos, as Perry was mentioning, are either on my Twitter or Instagram, which is Cassidy G Hill, Cassidy with a K. And then on the um, either Packers News, Twitter and Instagram or JS Online, Instagram and TikTok. I believe the corn video is on the JS Online, Instagram and TikTok <laughs> and on my Instagram and TikTok as well. So, I was going to say, yeah. we're going to circulate that from the Packs What She Said page. So if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> yeah, we will make sure that you can see the corn TikTok. It is 11 seconds of just gloriousness. <laughs> <laughs> it is well worth your time. You can do a lot of really great things in 11 seconds, but exactly. that's probably, that's probably and the then best we have, it, we have a video going up tomorrow. I'm working on it um, right now where I tested the guys on their knowledge of London slang. 
And so that was yeah, that was a lot of fun. The only one they all knew was Bloody. And they they had way too much fun with that one. Um, but yeah, so that'll be up tomorrow as well. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. This has been fantastic. Um, definitely would love to have you back on, maybe for like the playoffs. Maybe we could talk about the playoffs. Sure. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. we go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, exactly. we'll save you. Yeah, we'll save you for the Super Bowl. You've penciled yeah, yourself yeah. in. So if uh <laughs> um You've, you're used to it, right? You covered the Bama championship, so now we should uh, exactly. have you had to cover a, a pack. I'm nothing but drama and trophies. <laughs> <laughs> that should be your new Twitter bio. There we go. Not a Bama Perfect for content just... purposes. So Absolutely. Exactly. exactly. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> but this has been the Packs What She Said podcast. You can find Perry on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at PWSS podcast or find us on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch at Pax What She Said. Thank you as always for listening to the show. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 